GMB Organics. Hey, everybody, and all you gardening cats and gators as well. Hey, welcome to the June 9th Gardening with Cisco. And uh, now, you know that I normally start by talking about all the talks I've been giving all week. But first, I want to introduce my guest because that way we can chat while I'm doing this. <laughs> so, John Christensen, owner of uh, Christensen's Nursery up in Mount Vernon. Uh, an incredibly cool nursery and an incredibly cool guy, too. <laughs> hey, John, oh, welcome. You. It's great to be here. Good afternoon. It's great, great, great down to from Skagit County, and it rained, and it was sunny. It rained, and it was sunny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A well, mixed bag. Uh, all right. Now, I'm going to quick say hi to everyone I talked to. So I, I was at a brand-new nursery, which made me think of you, because I remember long ago when you bought your nursery, you and Tony, and... This is the Edgewood Nursery, so he's actually owned it for a year. It was just this beat-up bunch of huge, beautiful old greenhouses, but they were in really, really bad shape when he bought it. Fixed it all up. It's a great nursery well, now. Well, this all so. sounds familiar. Yeah, I bet it does. 28 years ago, we bought some beat-up old greenhouses. I'll be take. And how time flies. Well, that's exciting. A new nursery. We always love Yeah, and Edgewood, they don't have much out there, so it's really a good one. So Edgewood Nursery, and guy let me give away almost as many uh, plants as I'm going to give away at the Rose <laughs> Festival out at your place. <laughs> Lucky him. <laughs> So that was really fun. So uh, thanks, everyone who came. We had a huge crowd, so it was really wonderful. Hey, and then all you folks that came to see me uh, from Sound Health Wellness, these volunteers, they were rewarding all their volunteers, and we had the talk in the Picardo Pea Patch, which was really perfect because the person who organized the talk with me is Donna Picardo, Dindorf, and she came from the Picardo family who uh, sold the uh, land for the very first pea patch in Seattle. I remember that pea patch. It's yeah, funny. It's everybody there. thinks pea patch means peas, uh-huh. but it's for the Picardo family. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, positive. <laughs> I just wrote an article in the Times about it. Wow, that is interesting. Yeah, so uh, and that was a lot of fun. The volunteers are, were just really fun. So it was a great talk outside, beautiful day. Oh, my gosh, couldn't have been better. Picardo Pea Patch is gorgeous. And, you know, the pea patches, they donate so much food to the food banks. It's just wonderful. They have a children's garden out there. You name it, they got a wonderful place. Oh, terrific. So, just great. Hey, and then... I was up in Mount Vernon. I almost stopped by to see you. <laughs> but uh, I came up there for a Skagitonians uh, preserving farmland uh, fundraiser yeah. breakfast. I, I had to get up at 4.30 in the morning to get there on time. Well, that's what the farmers do. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is but so true. But, you know, true. that's a, a very... Uh, 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 successful group of They're people great. trying to maintain the Skagit Valley, the magic Skagit as it as it has been. And you know, preserving farmlands, no small tasks. So oh no. All the help they can get. Driving up there, I noticed the minute I got into the Mount Vernon area, I saw how beautiful it was where I'd been seeing a lot of uh, you know, different the kind car, of car things. dealerships on the way. Exactly. <laughs> so it was they're doing a wonderful job they, up there. The farmers are doing great. And it but was they a, need the help. It was <laughs> a really fun talk. So I really enjoyed it. They gave me a really cool hat and a picture of the 
uh, Mount Vernon Valley, too, with all the farmland on it. So, uh, But it just so happened that at the table I was sitting with was, I believe, the daughter of Bob and Margie Hart. Oh, or the granddaughter, good. I'm not sure. That would be the daughter. That's the Jen daughter. Hart. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's a, a farmer right next to us. So. And didn't you buy your... Uh, from Bob Hart. Nursery yeah, from so Bob her, Hart. Her dad was... It was Hart's Nursery when we bought it in 1990. And uh, and uh, Bob went on to become county commissioner. And he, he farmed 232 acres. And now oh, wow. Jen and her family have the family farm. Oh, is that cool or what? Right there, LaConnor Flats. So, so I got that connection with you there. <laughs> And then I was going to go to see um, uh, Jim Barberino's nursery. but uh, So, Jim, if you're listening, your call never came through to me, to your text, to tell me where you live. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't remember. I know It's, it's not some, far from our nursery. I know. It's close <laughs> to there. So I, I almost tried, and then I figured, well, no, I'm going to go hike up Oyster Dome, which you've done. It's a great hike. Just, Just off of Chuckanut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is I love it. So beautiful. Yeah. So I get up to the top, and there's this bunch of really fun women up there. And I had... I had hit my leg on something. They stuck a Band-Aid on me. <laughs> but we're having a really good time Lucky talking. You. And uh, uh, then somehow it comes out that I'm going to be at your nursery next weekend for Rosie Day Out. And one of the women goes, well, uh, I delivered, I think, your your kids and your grandkids. A doctor up there, one of the women, said, oh, yeah, I delivered all his grandkids and everything. I was like, you're kidding me. Oh, that is funny. That was really she funny. She is a hiker. And, yep. We, oh, yeah. Uh, she uh, she helped along our daughter, uh, Emma, and, uh-huh. uh, and and three grandkids. <laughs> That's a crack up. I couldn't believe it. I'm just like, holy cats. <laughs> what are the odds? That was really funny. So I had a great time talking to them up on the top oyster dome. And then they took off and I never saw them again. They were like rocket ships, you know. <laughs> but that was really fun. Well, so. I think there's probably a thousand other kids in the valley that she's <laughs> delivered. So <laughs> she's, she's been great. Oh, she's she was she was really funny. I love talking to her. Now, I just got a couple other little things to say, and that is that, uh, hey, I'm going to be at Sorta Culture, so I think you should stop by there this afternoon. I know. After the show, it is very tempting. It's, it's on the way home. It's And it's such a great garden arts festival with uh, all kinds of great plants, great garden art. Mary says, if I buy one more piece of garden art, I'm over the top. I've just <laughs> gone too far, you know. And, uh, but I know Glass Quest is going to be there. And that, uh, that's Mark and, I can't, I can't, Mark and Marcus, I think, a father and son. And I commissioned them to make me this big glass slug. It is so cool. It's on my fountain at my house. So I I know they're there. There's no way I'm coming home without another piece of art. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it, it it is hard to resist. And it's I know hard. when we went to Sort of oh. Culture a couple years ago, it's an amazing collection of, of art. So but much also cool stuff. A lot stuff. of neat plants. Too. Yeah, a lot of great plants. I'm big sure I'll come home with a plant. And, yeah. This is terrible because I have no room in my garden at all for anything. I'm going to undoubtedly buy some plants here. And then whenever I come to your nursery, I never go home without a plant. <laughs> never. And then you have that wisteria that's taking over oh, everything else. Oh, jeez, that wisteria. 
And you wouldn't believe from writing that article in the Times, I have gotten so much feedback from people that that want to know how to murder their whisk. <laughs> well, listen, uh, hey, uh, just quick, I want to uh, say, hey, I'll be seeing all you folks Wednesday at Port Ludlow Garden Club, and I'm going to be 2 p.m. up at uh, Sorta Culture today. And uh, next Saturday, June 16th, I'm going to be at Christensen's A Rosy Day Out, and we are going to talk about that in just a minute. So uh, hang on. We'll be right back. John Christensen from Christensen's Nursery is my guest today. And, uh, hey, you can call in, too, but I'll give the number when we come back. Uh, 97.3 Cairo FM. This is Gardening with Cisco on the all-new Cairo Radio Weekends, brought to you by PacificTopsoil.com and Moldax in Woodenville. Ooh la la. Here's Cisco. Okay, we are back. A giant Christensen from Christensen's Nursery is here. And uh, so uh, for the last few years, you and I have been doing a talk together at your uh, Rosie Day Out Festival. I can't believe this is your 15th one. Oh, oh, hit that red button there. I'm sorry. I oh, there's forgot a button to there. Tell you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what do I know? Anyways, yeah, time flies. Boy, 15 years. And, uh, 15 years. We developed this, the garden around the schoolhouse actually uh, 20 years ago. Oh. So when the garden was starting to mature, we decided, well, here's a garden with hundreds of roses, and how can we you know, get people to visit when they're in peak bloom? And, and it, as it turns out, this upcoming weekend is going to be. Oh, too great. Everything's did, just right. How did you decide to get into roses so much? I mean, people call me and they go, where can I find this rose? I go, call Christians. <laughs> they go, but that's about for it. I go, you'll have a really fun day, you know, go up there, go to the Oyster House, have dinner, you know. Well, you know, uh, we used to work at Mobax back in the 80s. And uh, so that was a big influence as far as our rose selection. And then when we bought the nursery 28 years ago, it was just kind of a natural to continue. And then, uh, you know, as the uh, industry's changed and new roses come along, old roses go away, we try to keep the best of the past along with all the new yeah, roses. It's, so it, it's a real challenge because <laughs> some roses, uh, even if we offer them, the interest kind of disappeared uh, with, yeah. with new roses. And yet then there are those other old roses, some of which I have here like, yeah, well, what you got how there? do you go wrong with just Joey? Oh, I love just Joey. 1972 that and any apricot. nursery that isn't offering just Joey. And so... It oh, is fragrant. <laughs> well, one no, of but... its parents is Fragrant Cloud, another great old oh, rose. Oh, that's a parent of this? That's, that's the parent. Joy? That's where well, the fragrance comes that? from. Yeah. yeah, you know, people couldn't see my socks just rolled up and down. <laughs> I saw that. This. Wow. <laughs> You've got that some colorful lovely. socks. Yeah, so Just Joy is an example oh. of one of those older oh. roses that uh, you should never give up. Just Joey, no, or Fragrant Cloud for that. And matter. is this pretty? Uh, I know Fragrant Cloud is famous for being disease resistant. Yeah, we call it, you know, clean. And yeah, it's a uh, clean it doesn't get spotty. Uh, sorry, I'm not giving this back. <laughs> That's right. And your socks are still doing that. That's the weirdest thing. Now you can get uh, electrical generation going from that. Your socks going up and down will power the studio. Here. Oh God, Powered this is by a Cisco lovely... socks. Oh. so yeah, it um, it's it's one that uh, along with some of the those older hybrid teas that, yeah, I hope it never goes away as far as availability. Because then there are newer ones. Like yeah. this one is uh, Julia Child. 
Oh, yeah, so Jimmy I know Child, this one. You know, introduced uh, just about 10 or 12 years ago. Wow, it's and it's a different fragrance. It's very a, different. It's, it's a terrific Floribunda mm. that, um, you know, is now one of the new roses that uh, hopefully will be an old rose one day because yeah. it's just a terrific rose. It's a terrific rose and, uh, you know, uh, a nice yellow color, which she always said, more butter. So this is pity. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I've always loved yellow Floribunda, <laughs> so I have to say, again, Older roses, Sun Sprite. Sun Sprite, Sun Flare, and a great old yellow. I never grew that one, one, but well, it's terrific. We have it as you pull in the parking lot. It's it's always the one that it never gets sprayed. It's always there, and every nice. year it's covered in ladybug larva. No kidding! <laughs> so wow, it gets aphids apparently. Is that cool? Uh, and yet the uh, uh, the ladybug larva, those you know, little. Alligator, yes, yeah. <laughs> orange and black, yellow, <laughs> alligators, and so that's wow. that's kind of our bank for uh, for ladybugs, and uh, nice. and, and Sunsprite has such a terrific licorice fragrance uh, too. I oh just yeah, love yellow, oh, yellow. I love that. Fungus. Just pumps out the flowers. And here's one that you might. Uh, I know this one, but I, I, the name now is Sally Holmes. Yeah, Sally Holmes. So, so covered with flowers, you can't even see the foliage. And there's, it's so unusual because it's a single flower in yeah. these big clusters, almost yeah. like a hydrangea flower. Oh, and, it's a gorgeous and, rose. And it's sometimes classed with hybrid musks, but it was introduced in 1976, so it's more recent than the old hybrid oh, musks. Oh, okay. The ballerina is one of its. Oh, musks. ballerina! I used to grow that, and it's I've had Sally Holmes musk. over the years. Yeah, yeah, easy to grow. Easy kind of to almost grow. Almost a climber. No fragrance on that. No one. fragrance yeah. on that one. Um, but this one, uh oh, <laughs> the petals just all fell off. <laughs> well, that happens. It looks like so it's my so better my days. climbing new dawn. <laughs> Just fell apart oh, in the studio. Done. <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's kind of notable. We have it growing on our schoolhouse, and it's that's a pretty it's pretty one. The first patented rose. So you know now they're kid number I don't know twenty thousand or something. Oh well, this is number one, nineteen thirty. I never knew that. The Rosarians got together and said, you know, we need to somehow instead of giving away our our, our new roses, we need to make a buck for a few years, <laughs> or back then make a a, a nickel uh, for a so few years. It's, people would take cuttings of them. Just yeah, and and they were all passed around. Well, that's number one, and it was it's a sport of Doctor W Van Fleet. So it's much like that old rambling rose, only oh. it, it repeat blooms. So it has that kind of vigor of Dr. W. Van Fleet. It's over all the old barns and Skagit Valley. Yes. Uh, but it continuously flowers. So so that's... that's uh, Remind me to name... I, claim, Sally Holmes. Sally Holmes. Yeah. I just can't think and of it. here's another one that you'll be disappointed because it's not fragrant, but that flower is so awesome. I think uh, the Seattle uh, Garden Club had a big party, and I came because I'm a past... Um, Gardener of the Year for them. Uh-huh. And they gave me some of these to bring home in a bouquet for Mary, but I never even got the name of it. Well, it's Eden Rose. Eden. Oh, Climbing that's Eden. Eden. That's Eden. And the flower is so old fashioned. It's one of those Romanticas. Oh, that Romantica is the most old fashioned pink. I know. It pink looks, in the middle, white around the outside. And it looks like it could be 150 years you, old. You know, I just counted how many petals were in there while we were talking. 8,932. <laughs> Holy cow. That's cats. amazing because you are exactly right. You're like the <laughs> rain man of rose petals. <laughs> so yeah. speaking of rain, that's, a, that's always a concern when you have that high petal count. Oh, what did it do last can, night? 
do a number on them. And, and they fill up with water and then they collapse. Yeah. So this one's holding up well at the moment, but when I get back to the nursery tonight, oh boy, you're gonna results. be shaking flowers. <laughs> yeah, emptying out the water. <laughs> so yeah, the high pedal count uh, is such a delight when the weather's cooperative. But then you worry when it rains. Yeah, that's true. When June rains, big surprise. This thing's like a cup. It is. It looks like it's made it's the whole water. Chalice it fills with water you can drink. <laughs> Whereas Sally Holmes, those single flowers, there's not a spot of rain that, that stays on them. Yeah. It falls away. So I had eaten 88, but it was an accident. I asked for ballerina, and I ended up with eating 88, 88. a gigantic uh, shrub rose that was like 15 feet tall. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You know, it's funny. If you look up Eden, there, there are like five different Edens. Uh, uh, Eden seems to go on well, and on. And what a great name for it a It was great because but... we have to take a break. But okay. it was great because I took it back to the nursery and made them give me a free one. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you shop at your local nursery so you can trade in your plants if you don't like them. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, hey, I'm going to quick give the numbers. If you want to call in and talk to John and I, there is no way on earth we're going to get stumped just like when we give our talk together <laughs> between one of us we can make up the answer <laughs> that's exactly right hey we'll be right back 97.3 Cairo FM and the phone numbers one 973 Cairo listening to Gardening with Cisco on the all-new Cairo Radio Weekends. And I can guarantee it is not going to thunder shower when I give my talk at Sorta Culture at 2 p.m. today. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's outside, so wear your slicker. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. you know, like I said, passing through Everett, the sun was shining. So oh, hey, that's a good sign. Remember, it was raining though, so <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hope the sun stays over Everett. Yeah, that's I a hope lot of so fun. Too. I, I oh hope boy. Yeah, and uh, just so you know, I'm going to be out at Christensen's Nursery for their uh, Rosy Day Out Festival. That's your 15th one of those now. <laughs> and John and I are going to give a talk together at 3 p.m. That's Saturday, June 16th, and. Uh, that gives me, I got to beat feet from here to get up there. One year I was late. I remember that, uh, that there was a crash up or something. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, but the whole crowd stayed and waited. Why well, do this monologue? And trust me, <laughs> they weren't there to hear John Christensen talk. <laughs> they were all waiting for Cisco. <laughs> oh, we had so much fun doing this talk together. And all. But it, it's so funny because John always goes, okay, you can give away a few plants. <laughs> by the end, I've given away the whole nursery. Those Ito peonies, that, that was a hard one. <laughs> those are not cheap. Those are the precious ones. <laughs> but yeah, uh, those Itos, boy, they just keep expanding oh, the selection. The Maybe we'll convert the rose garden into an Ito peony garden. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have two of them now. I got Bartstella, and I got one that's a copper color, a couple, copper kettle or copper something. Copper kettle, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's gorgeous. Oh, they're just spectacular. I wish Big they repeat flowers. bloom like roses do. <laughs> yeah, they so, say they repeat bloom, but it's... It's a lot longer than a regular peony, but and they certainly uh, hold up better. The foolage all looks yeah really oh, nice really beyond beautiful. bloom time. So oh, they're great. Yeah. Okay, we better take a phone call. Janet's been waiting here. All right, Janet, uh, see if you can stump John with this question. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, Janet, welcome to the show. Thanks for calling. 
Thank you, Cisco. And, John, this is a good opportunity because I have a rose question. Oh, great. Um, my, my friend has an Oklahoma. It's red, and I think it's a, it's a hybrid tea. It's about maybe five feet tall, and it gets big red blossoms on them. But <clears throat> the buds came out, started opening up, and then they quit. Well, Oklahoma is one of those old hybrid teas from the 1960s. Oh. And, you know, along with Mr. Lincoln and, oh, yeah. and Mirandi and uh, Papa Mayon, uh, yep. old red hybrid teas. So why would they uh, not open? Um, you know, it could be the weather. So if it happened, you know, this week with the rains, you got water intrusion into the buds and they collapsed. And that yeah. that, that can certainly happen. Uh, worst it's case scenario. I'm sorry. It's been about a week or so okay. when they quit opening, and I'm thinking maybe it was after that last rain we had. Yeah, that that seems the most likely. The extreme would be uh, a disease. Sometimes mildew can, can be so severe on the tips that the buds don't fully open. Yeah, or botrytis. I've seen botrytis, yeah, fungus. So you'll see uh you'll see the spidiness on the buds. If it's a disease, usually you can tell. You can see the fungus. So okay, you can, it would be on the buds and not the leaves. It can be, yeah, it often starts on the buds. It, that's a burn because you're probably going to have to cut off all those buds and then hope for the next ones. Well, and that's the good news because they'll repeat bloom. That's and, true. And uh, with more yeah. co- cooperative weather. If uh, she fertilizes that tweedle out of it, that'll speed it up a little. Speeds it up. And also when you cut it back, don't cut back too far because you go too uh, yeah. far, it takes longer to rebloom. Good point. Yeah. So just cut off those tips down to the first set of leaves. And uh, okay. it'll, it'll reflush. I am amazed you knew Oklahoma. I never heard of that rose before. We used to carry it. It's one of those older ones that has kind of gone away. You don't yeah. see it very often. So it's it's kind of an heirloom hybrid tea now. So if somebody wanted that rose, it would be hard to It'd come be hard up to with. find. Hard to find. Yeah, even in the World Wide Web, it might be hard to find out. Wow. Yeah. She bought it last year, but I okay. don't know where she got it. Well, you know, there are there are some nurseries that still have those older hybrid teas. And uh, yeah, she... Uh, it, it, it is, it's out there, I guess, if it was planted just last year, but yeah, it's, it's not one of the, uh, common ones in nurseries anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that helps. It, it, I'm sure it will. I have another question. Sure. I think it was last week, Cisco, you were talking about dogwoods. Yep. And which one was the best one to buy? <laughs> well, it's funny because John just brought in a bunch of dogwoods here. I've got a bouquet of my favorite dogwoods. How about that? <laughs> so, okay. did I mention one in particular? I, there's one called Venus. Now, Well, you said there are Japanese and Chinese, right? Yeah, you want the Korean is what you want. Oh, Korean. Yeah, they're called Cornus Kusa. John's holding two <laughs> cornice cusas in his hand right now. Actually, all three. I have the old one. The oh, old, just the old one old has the smaller cusa. flowers and is fantastic, but smaller flowers. And then a newer one, although it's been around a long time now, Milky Way. Yeah, I had that one. Which is one of the very best of the so many, Korean dogwoods. So many flowers, you can't even see the leaves on that. And this year, this variegated one called Samaritan. Oh, I don't, I, I've never seen that it's one. It's in the schoolhouse garden. You'll see it next week. Big, it is big flowers. In flowers with great uh, green with a white margin leaf. Ooh, and it looks just as ease-free as can be, it, like it all the kusas. Yeah, so Milky Way and uh, and Samaritan are, are a couple of the very best. Yeah, and there there are some new crosses. This Venus 
It has flowers almost the size of a dinner plate. Yeah. But and it's I've, crossed with our native dogwood, which is interesting. Yeah, isn't it's that? It's a Korean cross with our native, and it doesn't get the disease. doesn't get it. Gets. Good. See, that's a pretty good one. But I've heard that if we get really rainy weather right when it blooms, it could kind of wreck the blooms. And I imagine this week that might have happened. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> and, and then there's star starlight or something. Yeah, starlight is another one of those hybrids. <laughs> Bigger flowers. So they're introducing all these um, great hybrids of the Korean dogwood. So if if you find one that has Cornuscusa as one of its parents, it was bred for disease resistance. Yeah, which... Stellar Pink, Aurora, they're all hybrid types too of of <clears throat> Korean dogwood, and they're all wonderful. Wow. Yeah. So you got a lot of good choices. So you're going to have fun going to the nursery to buy one of those. Well, this is for my son and daughter-in-law. They live in Everett, and Everett City went through and planted a whole bunch of beautiful pink dogwoods. But they didn't hit their street. Oh, right. uh, wouldn't you know? <laughs> Stopped right when they got there. Oh man! Well, you'll you'll be able to pick one that's even better than the city did. So, <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I, I don't think of them as being well, anyway, strictly worthy. I knew I heard you last week and say which one didn't get the botrytis because we had one that did. Yeah, that's anthracnose. It's a horrible disease that just yeah. wrecks them and. Uh, and you're fighting it all the time, trying to spray it, and it never seems to work. So, yeah, you really right. want to go with one of the Kusa crosses or Kusa. Okay. How do you spell it? C-U-S-I-A? It's a K. K-O-U-S-A. Oh. Cornus Kusa. Cornus is the botanical name for and that's dogwood. A <laughs> and that's a C. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right, Janet. So, hey, some. Sometime let uh, me know which one you got. Okay, I will. All right, Thank Janet. Have fun. Have fun at you. the nursery. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks a lot. All right. We'll be right back. You can call in if you want. We'll have time for probably one call, one 973 cairo one 973 This is Gardening with Cisco on the all-new Cairo Radio Weekends. Okay, we are back. John Christensen from Christensen's Nursery. And uh, so we'll be doing a talk uh, on uh, at a rosy day out. And that is on Saturday, June 16. And we'll be speaking at 3 p.m. But you got things going all day long. Well, you know, I, I want to encourage people to bring in cut flowers. So from 9 o'clock to 10.30, they can bring in cut flowers and enter them in the competition. Oh, so boy. there's the most fragrant, uh, the the most beautiful rose. And uh, and there are gift certificates for the winners. And, oh, cool. And, and, it, and it's not... Uh, strict so don't feel like your your yeah uh, this your, isn't your a rose is formal <laughs> it's it's informal although we have the tri-valley rose society so tri-valley rose society has they have been, a more formal they do they're and they're judging and and yet they're there to help gardeners who bring in cut roses so you can enter them then from ten thirty to 5 you get to go in the schoolhouse and enjoy all the cut flowers and oh, at 11 o'clock we have a speaker on climbing roses john harmling from the seattle rose society. oh fantastic and he's uh he's great and then at one o'clock robin from tri-valley rose society speaking on sustainably grown roses and then you're there at three o'clock oh we have the rose ice cream actually oh, yeah. at two o'clock so we have oh, a nice yeah, yeah, yeah oh my god 
That's the only time I've ever seen seen someone bite into an ice cream cone and their hair stood straight up. <laughs> it's good. It's rose infused. And I'm not I'm not really a infused ice cream person. I'm kind of basic. And yet this stuff is really good. So uh, you'll find out. <laughs> well, you've had it other days. I've so. had it. Oh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it is good. Okay, we're going to put Michelle on the line. Hey, Michelle, thank you for calling. Hi, Cisco. Hi, John. Howdy. I'd just like to say, Cisco, I love listening to your show, but I actually called um, to compliment John. I drove delivery truck years ago, and I delivered to most every nursery in Washington State. And of all the nurseries, John and his staff, are the best, and it is the best nursery out there. Oh, la, la. Awesome. It, wow. I, I am looking at a guy that turned red right there. <laughs> did, did you drive for Lovejoy, by chance? Um, I'll, I'll leave out who I used to drive for, but you and your staff were always I wonderful. I recognize your Your voice. selection of roses oh. and magnolias and, oh, the specimen rhododendrons. Oh, um, he's got every kind of great plant out there, that's for sure. Well, that's very kind. And, you know, oh. we do get a, so many trucks coming in, and, and we certainly like to help drivers, you know, driving on the road. As you know, you're oh, on the road. Cool. Bit. Yeah. And when they get to the nursery, they're often tired and <laughs> oh yeah and we do have a great staff to help and um and we do get lots of drugs oh, you do oh thank you well that was so nice michelle <laughs> it was really nice of you to call in and say that, that nice to fantastic. hear from you again <laughs> oh it is the best nursery i i so love it there i could just hang out there all day long um i do have two questions if i could please you betcha i need I need the most yellow magnolia for my mother. And then for my daughter-in-law, she loves the romantic, old-fashioned roses that are just multiple petals and, you know, fragrant. What could I get for each of those two ladies? Well, and the magnolia, what? I'm trying to think of the one. It bloomed on uh, bare branches. And Flight of the Butterflies pushed it away, but it, it's better than Flight of the I Butterflies. I just remember Yellowbird and Elizabeth. And, Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth. I okay. love oh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh, gosh. And uh, I planted it at Seattle U. It gets to be a honker, but the, the soft pastel yellow flowers come out before any leaves do, and it just makes you cry when you see it. I have to put a little... Uh, box of tissues by it because grown men walking by burst into <laughs> tears and uh the only problem it ever had sometimes the flowers got hit by botrytis if it was rainy right when they bloomed and that's why it lost some popularity but that almost never happened at seattle u and people would just go nuts when they saw it and yellow magnolias are spectacular. It's they just are kind of beautiful. an uncommon color for how many flowering trees have yellow flowers. Yeah. It's just a really rare color in trees. Yeah, and that, that one, that pastel yellow is just a dive for. It's so gorgeous. And we'll have that at Christensen's in the fall. We get most of our magnolias in in November. Oh. Actually. And by oh, April, good. most of them are sold. I mean, when they're blooming, they're, they just fly out. Oh, yeah, I bet they just go. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rose. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think of what... Uh, you know, one rose that I love, Leonardo da Vinci. We have it in the schoolhouse. Garden. I don't know that one. It's a, one of those romanticas like the Eden. It's not terribly fragrant, but boy, is it a beautiful, healthy, vigorous, floriferous rose. So I love Leonardo da Vinci. My wife would probably say, 
because she follows her nose uh, more than anything. <laughs> and uh, she loves yes. Gertrude Jekyll. It's a wonderful pink English rose. Oh, yeah, that's a... Oh, man, that's fragrant. And yeah. Jude the Obscure, another English rose. I can't uh, oh, oh, remember that. It's kind of a, a cream, a creamy color with that's a pinkish right. blush, old-fashioned. You know, the English roses as a group have so many of the attributes of old roses in their old-fashioned appearance, but they bloom more heavily over a longer period of time. So the English roses as a group are pretty hard to go wrong that, choosing those. That I had Graham Thomas. Graham Thomas. That's is, a mighty nice uh, yellow rose. That's one of our top Some roses nice now. fragrance. Is it? Yeah, yeah, Graham Thomas and Golden Celebration. And other yeah, those English two rose. are both wonderful and very old-fashioned-looking David Austin roses. Well, the English roses, that was his goal, was to create old-fashioned roses that flowered over a longer period of time. And he was very successful. And those are he her favorites. Yeah. Yeah, those are good ones. <laughs> okay, so that was Gray and Thomas. And what was the other one? Well, Jude the Obscure. According to my wife and okay, Gertrude Jekyll. And Gertrude Jekyll. Gertrude Jekyll is so fragrant. Oh my gosh. I could, there's one on my walk where I walk my puppy and I can smell it like it's about 40 feet away. I swear <laughs> I can smell it. Maybe it's just in my head. I don't know. Well, it's appropriately named because Gertrude Jekyll was mostly blind, but her sense of smell. Oh. <laughs> so there you go. How she, about that? She would want a fragrant rose yeah, named after yeah. But those are those two are pink. So if you want yellow for sure, then I'd go with that uh, Golden Celebration or Graham Thomas. Golden Celebration, very good. Thank you, gentlemen. And John, I will be up to pick up roses and magnolias. Um, and you and your staff are just wonderful. You can't go wrong in coming up to your place. You will go home with far more than you set out to get. <laughs> Make sure that you say hi to John when you go up there. Yeah. I'm sure he's dying to see I'll, who you are. I'll give so. you a big hug. No, thanks a lot, Michelle. <laughs> oh, I will, I will. I, I so miss you guys. You're always such a delight to deliver to. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, Michelle. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Well, we got just uh, only about a minute, so uh, we're going to have a lot of fun giving our talk together. I can't wait already. It's it's one of the ones I really look forward to now every year, so it's going to be really great. Well, you know, the Skagit Valley, whether you're stopping at nurseries or visiting during the Tulip Festival or just driving around, it is, it's just Gorgeous. a spot of heaven on earth. And the farms are, so it, the last several weeks, the tractors buzzing around in the fields, planting potatoes and, uh, you know, a lot of uh, cabbage-type crops and uh, potatoes happen to be big. Following, you know, the, the tulips get all the attention, though, of course. Yeah, yeah. And you were up for the Tulip Festival, weren't you? Did you make it up? Uh, this year I didn't get there, but I've been there almost every Well, you know, month. it was a spectacular year again, uh, except for those April showers that happened every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we had a little sun, and, and the fields were spectacular. Great. All right. So, hey, and everybody, I'll be at Sorta Culture today at 2 p.m., and it's going to be dry and sunny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope lots of you come, and if you go to the little pub next to the where I speak, make sure you laugh extra loud at all my stories. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. See you next week. John, thanks so much. Thanks for having me, sister. Thanks, Brian. Bye.